because you, you should have know to that. share it more. No, it's, you should know this. I should know it too. It's, it's that time of the week again. Welcome to uh, The Markets Podcast. It's episode 16. Actress. If you can... Uh, oh, euphoria. Believe yeah. that. Yeah. We were talking about who... What's her name? Uh, Sydney Sweeney. I tried to watch um, one it, episode of that show and I... My wife is I all over I had to uh, hard pass on that. She really likes it. She liked it. I think it was getting a little strange. Maybe potentially. A little strange? Yeah, I, I never, I never watch it. But no, the reason why that came up is she's hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. So I was just going through Instagram there, and I saw. I saw they came out with like a whole list of the next few weeks. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, they do that. Uh, anyway. Last week was some guy I never heard of. I, I fired the guy was he was a castmate that got fired, and then they brought him back. He hosts his own podcast. It was actually really funny. That seems a little desperate. Actually pretty funny. And then Adara's Twenty One Savage was on last week, but I fell asleep. There you go. All right, uh, let's get into a few market topics to kick things off because, hey, stocks just go up. Is it, This is a they, markets podcast? They're or not allowed to go anything else I but like, up. See how much chilling out here today? We've got this nice little... Friday. I like this. I like got the, the Friday, Friday vibe We've got going. the Friday. We've got everything. Oh, I better not do that because I feel like my mic might fall off if I... No, it will. Can you believe this? Another record close. Let's let's look at a, a weekly chart here for a few things because yeah, it's it, the market only goes up. It's not allowed to do anything but uh, go up two weeks in a row. Um, it's one if, even if you go back to this red week, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of eight. Remember we went red one week there and we were like, oh my god, oh my. It god. wasn't even it, like it was a hammer candle. It wasn't even a. Wasn't even like an actual red negative candle. Here's the uh, NASDAQ, meanwhile. Yep. Um, and, and we'll get into the tech and, and semiconductors here, but the NASDAQ, pretty impressive. Ooh. As you mentioned, all-time highs and then some once again today. Here's the mm. Dow. I mean, the, the Dow is on just an unbelievable run. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, where, 17, where, 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 18. Where 17 of 18 for the Dow, Sean. 17 of 18. Yeah, so that feels silly, selling. <laughs> so I look back and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember selling. I thought selling. we had this conversation at some point. We do. We have this conversation a lot. Pretty and much I, every week. Selling more. At least I bought some more stuff this week, including some Bitcoin. What did you buy? I, uh, yeah, actually, I just bought Bitcoin. I just okay. bought Bitcoin. I bought it last week, uh, week weekend, which was a good one. ETFs? Uh, yeah, and then we bought... I, I was going to try to save okay. this maybe for what right. we're doing it, but no, I did <laughs> buy the iBit because we had that Coinbase crash, which we are going to get to, Yeah. I feel like. Yes. Is that on the docket? Yeah, we there? definitely you should. actually review the notes this Re week? Regardless of whether it is or not we should is that a yes or a no that you reviewed the podcast document <laughs> sean i have nothing else to do is it all, a yes all, all day long so yes i did right right i have nothing else to do either yeah. um all right so no i just wanted to bring this to everyone's attention here because it's the pe of the market again it's absolutely huge it's 27.8 percent uh right now it's 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 a monster uh pe as you can see a year ago uh, I was trying to find where a year ago is. It's about here, February of 2023. We are at 22 PE uh, for the market. This is on the S&P 500, now up to 27. So that's about a 20%, um, you know, sort of bump up there on price to earnings ratio. But again, I feel pretty justified with some of the price to earnings right now because that it's that forward number. There's so much push forward here, especially in a lot of the names that are dragging up the major markets. We have Nvidia still expecting to sell every single chip they make and every single GPU that they make. We have Apple dragging down a little bit. What if that gets better? And what if that China story isn't as bad potentially as we thought it was? 
the, the market with that PE of being 27, slightly higher than the market average of 23 to 24. Uh, but I'm pretty comfortable with it. It's not like it was a couple of uh, weeks ago before earnings. We were up to 32, 33. I feel like we had a good earnings season. And a lot of these names, Brendan, justified where they are. You saw AMD break out today. And honestly, we talked about it. What's slowing this thing down? We already know. We talked to Frank a lot this week. The Fed's decision's already made, I feel like, and we're just going to wait for more data. PCE comes out as expected, and the market rips. It was actually lower. Was it lower? It's I thought slight, it was 0.4. There was, there was certain aspects of it that came out in the right direction, and I think that's what most of the expectations were for another higher print. And then it comes out not only in line with that's expectations, but, but some of the, okay, some of the yeah, well, data points sense. that make it up we're actually below. Um, let's, uh, I want to show this, which kind of goes along with what you were just saying. There it is there, yeah. That's seven companies versus everything else. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, we know that though. Like, I'm long story, tired of that story, aren't you? Long story short, just buy seven companies and, and forget the rest. Here's, here's another kind of interesting visual, speaking of NVIDIA. Was that Sharif's guy there? And 10,000 invested. Yeah. Oh, I love these charts. We talked about this the other day with Peloton. It was completely the other way around. 1.8 million. Yeah, when was that? What's that? 2014. Bottom? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I actually have a real-life story. You, know, you we were talking about, about that. Yeah. My friend of, um, you should be maybe a little bit of a better friend, you know. Uh, we Matt talked about it. He sent me a text from Facebook Messenger back in 2017. And when our kids, uh, both of our sons kind of grew up together, he's since moved away from the GTA, so we're not super close. But he sent me a text. He's like, remember this? We were talking about it. And I remember it, Brendan. I was on the subway. I was getting off at Runnymede Station. I remember the day 100%. And we were texting back and forth about what we were buying. I yell, I have in capital letters, FANG. So Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google at that time, and he put in NVIDIA. He was like, NVIDIA, I'm buying NVIDIA. And he showed me the screen cap from then. He put in 60 grand. Now worth 500 and something thousand dollars because he got out of half. And that, that had to be on the gaming aspect of it. I think it was crypto. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think it was crypto. And it was just the fact that it was so low and it was one of the next things. He is a tech guy. Right. So um, another one of his big plays was Shopify. Oh my God. But the thing is, what's the next one? I mean, that's, that, that's, that's, that's the story. That's the real Palantir. conversation. Dell. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> AI. Uh, uh, Cardano. Here, the other thing with NVIDIA, before we get Eli off. Eli Lilly. Before we get off NVIDIA. No. Um, they are now the third Brendan largest. Brendan has spoken. No Eli Lilly. They are, not, they are now the third largest company in the world. Uh, 1.9 trillion? Or Closed what? above two, or two trillion, trillion capitalization today for the first time. Yeah, wow. And surpasses Saudi Aramco. Yeah, well, oil is oil. And uh, the only good thing about Saudi Aramco is I guess there is no bottom to oil. Oil has been nicely upside. We got a really nice break. Someone said in the chat today, wow, Sean was nailed XLV, which was a good one. I mean, a lot of stocks are up. I just thought about XLE. It's not like it's super sexy here. It's not even moving that much. But just a nice place to sort of park some of your potential winnings. I'm going to call them winnings. It feels like a lottery these days in the stock market. If you are getting a little nervous about what we talked about there, the PE being 20% above average, um, plus XLE now making a little move. I think it's breaking out. I like oil services. I think this can continue to work. XLE, uh, very efficient marketplace energy right now with Exxon, Chevron, Oxy, and all these names continuing to merge, buy some new names in there. 
Uh, they're not merging, but they've had some purchases as of recently, uh, mergers and acquisition side of things. I like energy, and I think that there's a good value to be had in some of the energy names right now. now. They, their PEs are like five and six. Now all they have to do is just add AI to their- And they will, you don't think they will? We talked about Caterpillar. Oil AI. Caterpillar, all of a sudden Caterpillar just puts a little chip in a tractor and now all of a sudden you can see where your farmer is on a daily basis uh, and the production and all that from said <laughs> tractor. And the next thing you know, uh, Eli uh, uh, Cardano, Eli Lilly, Caterpillar goes all the way to the upside there. Caterpillar, you have yeah. you seen that? I know, you, I think you're in it, right? Or is it yeah. Sharif that's in it? No, 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 not, not Caterpillar. Look at Caterpillar acting. I mean, here's the chart here. Caterpillar back on October was 226. It's 336 right now, taking out eyes here on Caterpillar. Pillar, absolutely amazing name. I think John Deere is next. Like, is that not just a pure interest rate play at this point? Think about cat. I don't know. Is it? Why? Because people. But then, if interest I mean, rates go down, you can buy more tractors. These tractors are three hundred thousand dollars. Like, so interest rates. Somebody has in to which be financing. Way? Well, the fact that apparently at Might some point, uh, yeah, apparently yeah. at some point they're right. going to get better. So yes. that chart it explains that. Maybe we buy John Deere. You know, look at John Deere as opposed to Caterpillar. Caterpillar breaking out on 52-week highs. Look at John Deere, 367 right now. Nowhere near the top. I'll talk to, I'm going to talk to Danielle Shea about this a little bit. I don't mind that. Time. I don't mind that. I don't mind this at all. It's 3 4% dividend. Uh, one thing that happened this week was kind of interesting. Um, it happens every other year, but uh, this just happened to be one of those years that it was year? a leap year. Yeah. But... but. I, I saw somebody ask a question that I thought was kind of interesting. If you were doing some sort of historical back test or look at data going back over the years for a specific strategy, how, like do you just throw out every other year on that day if it, if it's a like to to get that granular? If every other yeah. year on February 29th there's no data, do you just throw out the the next year of data and say that never happened. I mean, I'm not sure how how, how deep in depth digging you're doing about this. Data, no, it was right? just I, I just saw go, somebody ask that question. I, I think thought you can go with that one day of data. Yeah, I think that that's very. If if you were born, I never thought it, if you were born on a leap year. Yeah, then you yeah. Are you half the age? No, you're a quarter of the age. Isn't every four years or? It's the same thing. It's it, it, my my point was simply, what happens every other, like every time? Where it's, are we? You okay? I'm fine. All right, good. What happens every time there isn't one of those? Right, I know, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I never thought about that. The time you know, there is. You know what? Um, it was funny because it didn't really affect, did it affect you? Like sometimes people say like when we have um, daylight savings time, all of a sudden you get less productive for that week or whatever. It's just another day. I didn't even feel anything about this February 20th. No, it's just from a data standpoint. No, no, I know it's, what you're saying about data. An interesting yeah. story. Yeah, I have to see that tweet honestly because um, this yeah. is—I have it here. This is the Let's historical. See, I want to see what this is talking. Leap day. About. This is just returns, which may—I mean, this is not important, but leap day returns. That's crazy. So super positive if you go back far enough. It's funny how how how. What are so? What's the biggest day? They're minus two point seven there in two thousand eight. Is that what that says? Which, if you hadn't heard, there was a few other things going on in two thousand and eight. I don't know. I never saw that data point before. No, I wonder I mean, if it's, it's just any different than like another random day. But I, I, I get what you're saying there. You could have a little bit if of If you're a, actually doing a granular test, right. what, like what do you do with the rest of those days? I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't dig down that deep, to be honest with you. Actually, I had a question very, very similar uh, to this that I wanted to ask you. It's not a would you rather or anything like that. It's where do you really think that AI is 
for the future of kind of what we're doing here at Trader TV Live. Like I'm, I was thinking about this and it's just like, we talk about how AI is taking away and not right now, but I think the threat is eventually we take jobs away from people as far as maybe even data entry jobs. Cause now we can just pull from articles and it's just very, very easy to scrape things now with AI. And then we also have um, the computation side of things like you're an analyst and now all of a sudden your information just becomes so much easier to get. So it's still about putting it together. I am actually, I mean, we've been fighting machines for a while and I know that you're more now on the hosting side and, and maybe have an XE. I was actually just gonna ask you this. I don't remember the last time you put a trade through on the PPROA platform. Do you remember? It's been a long time. Yeah, so long ago. So I was just thinking, this is probably a better question to ask for Neil. I don't see that much change right now, like on the level two, but I'm really thinking that pretty soon we might not have too many more human traders standing around hitting keys no. like we're doing right now, which I think is very important that especially people at Real Trading, you get to learn how to code. Yeah. And I think that part of Gemini and ChatGPT and all that is, of course, it's changing the lifestyle of a lot of uh, traders, but it's making us more efficient potentially yep. for if we can figure out a strategy, maybe we can code it in there and spit something out to us where, sure, trading is still automated to some extent, but I still feel like we have to have a human aspect to making decisions. Yeah, agreed, 100%. And yeah. it's, uh, I had a friend who actually put, put this, it, not the same argument, but a similar argument in a very, easy to understand term, and that is how can humans with our meat sticks right. ever learn to, or get to a point where we can compete with you know, that technology right. specifically? I, right, and that's kind of what I was asking you there, and I think that's just emotions, right? It's a computer only does what it's supposed to do. Exactly. There's going to be some no, 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 but speed, efficiency, that's and, so much and better. volume right. is, is not even comparable. So I'm it's using it now. We had something from Daniel Shea on there with a short squeeze indicator. So I feel like that's maybe where we're going. Just better information. But I still feel like there's going to always be a job for us because you still got to sit there and decide what stocks to trade when, you know, share size and all that kind of stuff. And hey, if anybody has an algo that's working uh, <laughs> amazing right now, at Trader TV Shop. Don't ever sell it. Is it hot over there, Fabian, that. or what? No, it's you didn't not. You can get the AC fixed around it's here. All right a, it's all a mindset. I like that um, shirt, by the way. Is that a new shirt? Let's, uh, this is definitely not a new right, shirt. I like that shirt. Let's talk about Bitcoin. What's up, Obi? It did a few things this week. Yeah, Bitcoin's it, great. Great. What great. a wild, what was it, Wednesday, I guess oh my it was? God, Fabian over there is in Bitcoin for sure. Uh, 64,000 and 59,000 all in I was a half an hour or so. I was sitting there and I was just like, Yo, Sharif, man, stop talking about walking man theories or whatever you were doing there. The Bitcoin just dropped four grand. Like and that. it was out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. They wiped out actually on, uh, here it is, I mean, here is this a four hour chart uh, right here. Here's the move here, 63, right down to like 60 and change and basically stops there. Um, and then it's 11 o'clock here on the 29th, stops there, then just completely makes that move up. I, I actually really like that bottom, Brendan. And if you see coin, uh, this, I can't call up Coinbase on this chart, but nice move down there. And I actually did buy that dip, Brendo. I went in there and I bought some IBIT for the very first time. This is on a weekly chart, so let me just throw this down to a daily chart here. I, I was saying this to you before, um, last week, when we talked about why we really liked uh, the ETFs, and I just thought it was just so easy to buy, and that was a perfect example. If Deer goes down, we can hop into our TFSA, our RSP account, our iTrade account, whatever, Robinhood, whoever you're in, and simply buy shares. Before, at least on my bank and where I'm trading, 
didn't have the opportunity to go in there and buy Bitcoin. You'd have to take your money out, sure. put it into Coinbase, put it yeah. into WonderFi or wherever you're trading through and buy BTC that way. Now I just say, oh, sell Meta, buy BTC. It's literally that simple. And I used iBit for that. And I, I think the inflows that have been happening, the BlackRock went over 7 billion or something right now. Uh, it, they're absolutely huge, these inflows. And it, I mean, it's, there's a couple of different ways that I think we can approach this. There's this, uh, which I thought was massively important to, uh, can we grab, thanks. Uh, massively important to this conversation in that, I don't think a lot of people understand the size of the holdings behind some of these these companies. MicroStrategy, obviously. 93,000 Bitcoin, is that what that says? Yeah. Jeez. And they just bought 30,000 more, more at $51,000. MSTR. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a case in that's its, like its own self. Itself, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, even some of these other ones, like Mars, 15,000. Oh. Tesla still has 9,000. Michael Saylor. Tesla still has like 9,000 Bitcoins. Really? Isn't that a lot of money? 60,000 times 9,000? Coinbase, like the whole day, like Block, uh, I keep calling it Square, but Block has 8,000 Bitcoins. I always call Bitcoin. it Square. Is that? That's yeah. true, eh? Yeah. That's Why don't we hear more talk about that? Yeah. Like the, the holdings alone uh, behind so, some of these companies, like that value alone is, has to be a part of this conversation. Well, the thing is, it is an infinite resource because it's becoming, and we're going to have the crypto bourbon next week on one of the market recap shows, or maybe even on the main show. Good discussion there for him. Um, and that is, is that what's going to happen with this having? And apparently, it's going to make. And I, I don't. This is not my area of expertise, of course. People listening would know more about this. But is it's going to make um, hash a lot harder? It's going to make it harder to produce these bitcoins and to go in there and mine them. So I feel like maybe potentially a story like Amara that has these things all set up, and I know Amara made a move down uh, on earnings there, but I'm just wondering if, if this is the right way to go. If it, if it becomes only 21 million Bitcoin out there, and then you showed that graphic, these companies are holding it and not selling it. Then you have over 65% of the active wallets right now haven't even moved in a year. That includes wallets from me, you, whoever's holding them. They're not selling. Whether or not you have 1% of a Bitcoin or whatever, they're, they're not exiting that way. And now they don't have to because now you can trade with the ETFs. So I, I really think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bullish. I mean, are you bullish on Bitcoin from these levels? I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week. I've, I've never been a huge um, crypto bull. I've never been a huge crypto person. Mm -hmm. But I also said last week that, you know, I've been very, very wrong in this conversation. And it has to get to a point where you have to consider at least something, which I do. But... Um, I'm I, like, I'm not going to be buying. More. It's not even, I, I feel like there's a lot of people get very excited about Bitcoin and it's and for good reason. But at the same time, it's not like it's outperforming. Like if you just bought Meta, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of other names yeah. that are ripping equally yeah. as much as I mean, Bitcoin. Sharif bought it for the first time this week. What? Bitcoin. I know that was the indicator for me to possibly sell. No, no, but that's that's the point. And I even said that to him. When you go to the barber, when you get in an right. Uber, and when you're talking about I it. I mean, we had a contractor here after four o'clock last yeah, night that I was talking to. Bitcoin. Guess what he was asking me about? Yeah, Bitcoin and of Nvidia. Of course. Which I got you, a text today, right on live on the show. If you go back to the last time Bitcoin made an all-time high, that's the talk. It didn't matter where you were; it was everyone was talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin's so. already touched this level a couple times and fall from here. Yeah. So I mean, if it was an, a stock, people would be taking some out. Yeah. Just that people believe so much in this. The difference is, if you're Meta, you can drop an offering of, you know, 
3 million shares or whatever, and the market just laps that up. That's a way for them to raise capital. Sure. Bitcoin can't do that. No. It's just going to be 21, I believe that's right, right? 21 million coins uh, will be out there and that's the end of the supply. So if the story remains where it is and people want to keep owning these things, then I feel like it goes higher. And I just want to look at Mara here just because honestly, they had an offering as well. And I don't think an offering on a stock that's a mining uh, company here in California is necessarily a horrible thing. Uh, buying more equipment. I, you know, if you like the Bitcoin story, I, I don't want to bury, you know, a potential trade idea here for the end of the day, but Mara down here, um, and then again, this is a daily, we'll, we'll see where, where it winds up, but Mara down here isn't an ugly stock at all, uh, down into $14, $15. We'll see if we can get uh, a better price. But right now, Mara, uh, off of a huge move up, just fell right back down. I'm, I'm looking at that name. All right, uh, just quickly, um, you alluded to this, but this kind of just puts it in visual form, the uh, inflows uh, for these ETFs continue to just march on higher. Uh, B, what is that, BTCO US equity, 72 million at the top that's circled uh, for some reason. I'm not entirely sure on this graphic why, but all-time highs for inflows. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that. Those are all the ETFs combined. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think they're going. Well. I so I had the Mara. Uh, Mara is nowhere near fourteen. That that was on a different time frame. Right now, this fifty period right here is twenty three dollars. So that's that's where you want to buy it. I was like, when I was like Mara down at fourteen dollars. Like where where are we? A couple months ago. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like it. I think story you, goes on. I think you. I think you pick and choose whatever one you like. You look at the look at the fees. Some of them are free. We talked about this, I believe, yeah. uh, Arc B. At least for a For the period. two or three months yeah, as they like get that. going. Look, the market cap of the whole crypto universe is 2.4 trillion, give or take whatever's happening right now. Which is um, which, which is a lot, man. That, that puts it, what, the number two company? You just talked about NVIDIA taking out well, number Well, it closed two. above two trillion for the first, first time. Ever. And it was number three? Yeah. Uh, was Aramco, Saudi Aramco. Right, no, but I'm saying... But, but the top three are all two and above in Apple. I was going to say, what is that? What is, is Apple two, yeah, they, All three of them are. No, no, I know, but what, what is... Uh, I'm trying to find the market. Two, 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 seven, seven, and two, nine. Yeah. yeah, so right there. So puts Bitcoin number three yeah. is what I was getting yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, No, it's huh? crazy. Um, do you want to touch on this coin-based stuff? Because oh. it was, it was kind of interesting, but I mean, it came and went and... So, and it didn't seem to be an issue. I mean, there my was, only thing about yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the the statement that they came out and made was that there was such an influx of volume during that spike and crash that it crashed the exchange. So I tweeted something out. It's like, does this mean that like how many fees is Coinbase going to be collecting this quarter? Monster amount of fees, or maybe having to refund some of those said fees. Uh, maybe, but you know what? There's always these disclaimers. I, you true, know, like Robinhood, basically, these guys had to go in front of uh, the feds, basically, and explain what the heck happened there. I don't think Coinbase is going to have to do any of that. But the story is, is that a lot of these ETFs are having to go in and execute on Coinbase because they don't want to get put offside. Every time I go in and buy IBIT, iShares has to go in there and offset the holdings with Bitcoin, as far as that's how I understand it works. So yeah, as we run up, Bitcoin was going ham, crazy hard to the upside there. And all of a sudden, boom, it's like, I literally saw flashes of GME again there. Yeah. When all of a sudden it was falling down, I was like, what is going on? Bitcoin's going from 64 down to 59. And all of a sudden we heard the news and people started tweeting out pages of insufficient balances. And then Coinbase themselves came out. And I actually, you know what, put respect on Coinbase, to be honest with you. They came out almost immediately 
with a statement saying, yeah. your funds are all secure, we are having issues and it was with software. zero yeah. balance. It was all software-based. So you know, and then some people even on the chat corrected and said like, look, Coinbase, you guys want to hold cold storage for yourself. Coinbase, I imagine, has these Bitcoins in a lock and key somewhere in a safe that I can't even imagine what would happen if something happened there. I, I, I'm not going to be educated enough to speak on the protection there, but come on, I would assume that custody is something that is, is very, very serious. I mean, Neil was even saying, you know, he, he saw it on Twitter or something. Yeah, he wasn't he here that day and logged in and, and saw zeros. Yeah, it's scary. Went and did something else, came back and it was fine. So for some people, I think it was just a blip, and then for others, it, it lasted a little bit longer. Do you think we're safer holding than the ETFs? I will only have ETFs. Right, yeah. I am I firmly in that camp. You might be right about that. The only, the only disadvantage, I guess, would be the weekend trading, but I'm exactly. not a trader like that. Exactly. I'm not getting in and out, although last week. How many times are you sitting on your couch on Sunday scalping Bitcoin? You might be looking at the I mean, wrong that's guy. A, that's a dumb question to ask. You might be looking Sean, at the wrong guy. No, but I don't. I, I, Most I don't do that. people. I don't do that. No. But I'm just saying that would be in my nature to do that. But anyways. It gives you the opportunity. I like, to, it. I like Bitcoin moving. Uh, we mentioned it off the top, but um, PCE comes and goes. We get a first reading or an interim reading on GDP. That comes and goes. I, I mean, it was a bit of a non-event. I think PCE was more or less just emphasizing what we already know. Um, we're still on track. As you mentioned, Frank came on the show. If you haven't done so, guys, come join us on the live show. We're live on YouTube every single day. The market is open. Um, Frank came and joined us uh, from IG on Thursday afternoon. Right. We were touching on the fact that he was even seeing the, I think it was 25% still possibility for May that there would be a cut in May. Still 25%. That's not nothing. And I, I made the point to him. Yeah, where that, did that come from? That, that we've seen that in the past, but only as we get closer, then it just gradually goes up to 99%. What do you think would happen nothing. if that happened in May? It's not happening. There's no point in even talking about that because it's not happening. Next topic. June, yep. however, is a different story. We get to June, there's still, I think it's 65% chance that hold. That they hold and right. then, you know, 40, whatever, uh, that we get some sort of a move from them. Remember in March, I keep going back to this, remember in March is going to be the first economic outlook that we get from the Fed this year and the first dot plot that we get from this year. So everything- right, they got rid of the dot plot, didn't they? Uh, well, you get it every three meetings or something like that, um, or every quarter. So we, had to, we have to go back to December to look at the last dot plot and they were saying on that one that it was going to be March or April. If that comes out and says September, October, that June is going to instantly get wiped off the board as well. But we'll get that again in the March meeting coming up here in a couple of weeks. We get CPI, Sean. We get PCE again in March before we even get so to the Fed. Fun. So lots of data. The Fed is so fun to talk. No, it's not. No, it's not really. Um, don't you re don't you think that like just time just goes by so fast? Like we're already in March. It's crazy. This was supposed to be the first cut. Absolutely. And, and then, so can you imagine that if we talked about this in October, November, when we sort of had the pivot and then market bottom and then started going all the way back up to the upside and we were like 70, 80% of a cut in March. And then I told you, okay, it's March 1st and there's absolutely no planned cuts. There might not even be one till June, might not even be one till the end of the year. And I said, oh yeah, by the way, all time highs pretty much everywhere worldwide. Like that would be ridiculous to think that, but that's the- That's that, what's happening. That's, that's what, what's Literally happening. what is happening. I, I asked Adara here to, to provide me with, shout out to Adara because I'm gonna be listening tomorrow. Go back and find some questions 
that people asked us. Yeah. Okay, so actually, I just went over one right now because I remember reading this and we just sort of glanced over Bitcoin, so I'm going to ask this to you. And I chuckle because one of the questions is, why, and I didn't see this until just now, why do you guys never cover Caterpillar? <laughs> Well, we, did, we, we sort of just talked about that. So boom on that one. Uh, that's a good one. Okay, th this is an interesting question. I'm going to ask it to you right now. Um, I don't know what my opinion is either, but would you rather, so this is a question on YouTube. Thank you so much. Drop these questions and we're going to ask them every week. Would you rather, Brendan, buy and hold for five years at these current levels, NVIDIA or Bitcoin? NVIDIA. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to go half-half. NVIDIA. Half-half. Buy uh, right now. What's what was it? No, eight, just 820. 820, 822, something or like that. Or Bitcoin 64, 63. I mean, the price is irrelevant for both of them, I think. But yeah, I got to say NVIDIA. Hmm. That is a really, that's actually a really good question. In five years from now, is it higher or lower? I mean, the trajectory of Bitcoin um, has really been something else. And I, I am a believer in Bitcoin. I'm actually not as strong of a believer. I, I'm a believer in AI and NVIDIA. I just, I see some of these price movements, but five years from now, I, I'm going to have to go with NVIDIA. I feel like if it was like one year. Then you roll I, the dice? No, because I could see, no, no, I, I could just see NVIDIA kind of flatlining now. Like, I just wonder how much. <laughs> We've also been saying that for three months now. Okay, but the thing is, if we look at NVIDIA, actually, it was starting to. Yeah, <laughs> not really. We're, I mean, like after the initial gap up. March 700 to 800, yeah, it's not really stopping, is it? Like after that initial gap up on the earnings, it just went sideways for three months. This was just, this is where it started. Yeah, that we're, was when we are, they said AI. We are only, yeah, it was actually down, it was their May quarter, April, May, yeah, so it was in here. But then when they came out with their, their the guide, numbers, yeah. yeah, 3 billion to 9 billion. Yeah. But now you're at up here, their most recent, I think it was what, 22 and a half billion, something like that on the revenue side or 26 billion moving forward. So I just wonder, what I'm getting at is, I wonder if, if we just sort of go with expectations over the next little while, and then what's the next thing to change? Yeah. Like, I just wonder if, if China, like into the new year, what about those Chinese regulations if they get stronger or more stringent? I don't know. Here's the argument that I, I made this to Sharif today. And I'll, Thanks I'll, for asking that. I'll say it to you as well. Um, I'll, how much of this, okay, so there's two parts to this. How much of this right now is based on the build out of all of these AI data centers, what have you? Right. And then the other side of it is once that build out is complete, how often are they going to have to upgrade. A, redo those or, or upgrade or B, make more? Someone said, I asked this on the live show a couple, a couple months ago, actually, and it was, I said, when is the refresh cycle? Yeah. Right? And they said three years or so. Is it even going to be that long? I, who knows? I mean, you, if you go back to, uh, I saw somebody. Um, who has money to spend on all these? I, I just wonder if it's, if Google, Amazon, and uh, Microsoft stop buying all these Or once cards? they're finished building right. what they have to right. build, That's what like, I'm where's saying. the demand going to come from? Uh, somebody made a comparison of back in 2000 during the dot-com with all the fiber that was going out and all the telecom companies yeah, that at was that, that point that was putting out all the fiber that right. was going to hold the internet at that time. They realized they didn't need it. And then they realized that there was better methods and, and alternatives to that, and they all went to zero. Yeah, I mean, look at um, Starlink and all that kind of stuff right now, you know? And that's what I was saying about JDS Uniphase. I mean, just look that up. JDSU, not even existing anymore, was yeah. a super high flyer. Cisco was monster. Remember Sun Microsystems? I used to trade that yeah, name, Sun Cisco, W. Like Cisco was. Cisco was hot fire. Yeah. Now they're reporting like the only one down here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, times change. That's why I was, when we say that five-year target for NVIDIA, I feel like AI is still going to be there. And it takes a while to knock off the king. Like, no one's really knocked off Apple. Their market share actually is continuing to grow. We'll, we'll, maybe we can talk about Apple. But I just think NVIDIA is going to be there for a while. I just worry about the valuations. But we've been wrong selling. So congratulations, all-time high for NVIDIA today, 823. We, uh, yeah, first close. It's crazy. First close ever above $2 trillion. Um, Unreal. Uh, we passed over this real quick, but just wanted to go back to it because it's an interesting graphic. Um, first, or an interim look at GDP, still super strong in the U.S. Uh, gross domestic product total just continues. To, it looks like NVIDIA's chart. Um, but another, another reading on the overall economy strength in the U.S. comes in hotter than expected and all is well. So um, let's, yeah, let's talk about tech because what else is there to talk about? Um, Google had a bit of a challenging week. Downside again. I mean, we, we came back on at two o'clock on, on Friday afternoon. I mean, if you're joining us on the weekend, we're recording this on Friday. It was Apple, Google, and Meta, I think, were the three. Maybe it wasn't Meta. There's three of the big tech names that were negative. Everything else was up huge. Yeah, Google is definitely one of them. Yeah, so it's been, a, it's been a tough week overall for Apple and Google specifically. Different reasons, obviously. Google with this AI debacle, whatever you want to call it, that uh, Sundar Pichai comes out and says they're going to fix. Exactly. And um, I, I even said to Sharif sitting here this morning, I don't even think this matters when it comes to Google. Is it a bad look? Yes. But have they done it before? Yes. Yes. They've come out with... But they have so many assets outside of this. Not, it doesn't matter. No. But the, people are watching this on YouTube. The question, exactly. The question that I'll ask you, I asked him this morning as well. Like, was there not a C-level test of this thing done before they said, okay, Remember go? they released it to all their employees first, and then they, they had a botched when it was barred. Yeah. And that sent it, the initial one, yeah, yeah it was a and then disaster. It sent it down, and then all of a sudden Microsoft just took off because they're like, we got to figure it out, and these guys don't. You know what I actually think is happening? I think a lot of this smoke is coming from Elon, to be honest with you, and I think it's because Grok is nowhere near ready, and he's trying to try to push because you you heard to today Chimoth. that he was trying to throw some more smoke. Shout to Chamath, did he say that as well? He's, no, he's one of the investors in, in Grok. Grok. Yeah, yeah. Chamath yeah. is. He was an, an initial investor. How do I short Grok? <laughs> um, but never short Elon. No, uh, okay. No, I don't know. What about Tesla? Oh, no, but we'll no, I, I'm Tesla. just throwing smoke about that because I feel like we also got that story today about him suing and looking to get back at Microsoft because yeah. of what's been happening with um, AI. I want to talk about that. Chat GPT. Okay, we can get to that. But yeah. no, I think Google's down here at the 200. We talk about Pan W. We talk about names coming into the 200. And if you're buying dips, I, I really it. like the runway for Google. You've got to buy it here. Don't you have to? I think you do because I feel like everything's just taking turns, right? I believe I like, didn't look at Amazon. You you could buy those. These stocks are all going lower. Amazon, like a little lower. Amazon here taking it out. AMD taking it out. Uh, Microsoft taking it out. Like, look at that. Every, what I'm doing now, for those Apple. of you that Bring are listening, Apple. are all just taking everything out on the high side right now. I was going to leave Apple for, for the end. Yeah. Um, and then Apple, you it know, the, the other way, looking like it wants to go the other side and actually trying to break 180, worried about this. But then Google's the one out of all of them, if you just, you know, goggle, uh, Google, if you just look at, it just looks a little messy to me. Above. That's all. 
It just looks messy, like upside there, great breakout. You're like, okay, we're joining the party up here at 155. Then all of a sudden it gaps down on earnings into 140, tries to get back up there, gaps again into the 50 period of 140, makes a move back to 145, then makes this move back down again. It just, it's not... It's not clean, and I think a lot of traders like me and you, Brendan, and, and people that are looking to invest are thinking, where do we get in? When is it safe? And that's why I just look at the 200-period moving average. Like, Google could announce a dividend like Meta did, and then that's through the roof again. I really like Google. I feel like there's a lot there, but they didn't have a great report, to be honest with you. We talked about that stat earlier this week about Netflix versus YouTube, specific, not even Google, but YouTube, and it was 34 minutes uh, average view time per day was 34 minutes on YouTube and 38 for Netflix. <laughs> so, I mean, YouTube is essentially caught Netflix in watch time. And that's going to get way, but way bigger because most people that are on Netflix are watching a special or like a 50-minute episode exactly. or even a movie or something like that. And exactly. people on YouTube, but think about, actually, that's actually really interesting because that, in, in my opinion, people are on YouTube watching shorts, watching um, quicker things. So what that means Short is content. more content, but more advertising opportunities. Exactly. Because if I'm watching 10 shorts adding up to 34 minutes, that's 10 opportunities to show me a Pepsi commercial. Netflix, they either get the monthly subscription, which YouTube has also, yeah. right? Um, or they do the pay for, which is every 15 minutes. Or, or you so. can just be like Sharif and get someone else to pay for the monthly subscription and just use someone else. Sharif uses his mom's Costco card, his mom. But that's good for him. I mean, yeah, he can do that. I give mine to my mom. Shout out to Sharif. And dad. Hey, Sharif. My dad always says to me, he's like, something about Amazon. Because at one point, he paid through the business, um, another business, Amazon one time. And then, so now it's like it was attached to like the corporate credit card. So he's always like, well, I've got the Amazon account. And then, you know. Like we, Prime, you mean? Yeah, Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we don't, I don't know if, I thought Netflix password sharing wasn't working anymore. No, no, YouTube. Somebody, somebody gave him his, their YouTube premium right. login. So oh, okay. He, so he gets like commercial free YouTube. I was going to say, I think you could, the reason why I was saying that story is I think you could still do it on Amazon, the password sharing. Because no I'm pretty sure me and, my, me and our parents, we do that for Prime. Yeah. But I'm going to have to talk to Sharif about that. Because isn't your YouTube attached to your Gmail account? Yeah. Maybe he's logging in with somebody else's Gmail. Like, to save $5? It's true, though. That's a great point. It's a great point. Um, I think it's more, it's more than 5 bucks. Like, depending on what you get, but it's, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, I want to talk about, let's... You know how much I spend a month on just random stup stupidity? For $5? Five dollars. That's like it's not even a Starbucks anymore. What you know? I went to Starbucks on the weekend. It was seven dollars for a coffee. Flat white, baby. Yeah. Oh, but that's including tip. No, you're yeah, you're right. Because I just skipped over it on the machine, and then I was always wondering about those machines. Yeah. Do the machines? Yeah, you're totally right. Wow, I'm an idiot. You're I mean, not an idiot. I, I, I even tip. realized that you should tip. It's fine. At Starbucks, you don't tip at Starbucks. Do you guys? No? They both said no. For the record. They both said no, for the record. Yeah. You know what? Let's, I want people, people to put that in the chat. Do they tip at Starbucks? Yeah. So I don't tip at Starbucks if I'm getting a brewed coffee, something that's there. But I feel like if, they're make, if it's crafted, the barista is crafting it for it. It's a service economy, baby. It's not that hard, man. I'm not saying it's, it's hard to do. Hard. Dude, when you, go to, when you go to a restaurant, and I'm, I don't want to be, I don't have the patience to be a waiter or a waitress, that's for sure. 
But it's not like it's hard to do that, but we're still tipping them. I almost think it's harder to perfect a coffee than to deliver you a glass of Guinness. In, in their defense, I hadn't been to Starbucks in a long time. Right. It was a really good coffee. I know. It was a really good I love coffee. Starbucks. I don't know. Anyway. I don't have a problem paying 50 cents more for good coffee. Like, I'm tired of that, like... Fifteen dollars, fifty cents more. Watch me. Watch you know me, how much uh, a medium coffee at Tim Hortons is? It's one eighty nine plus tax. I paid seven dollars for Starbucks on, on the weekend. No, no, but you paid for a crafted. We've talked about but this. A brewed, dude. I'm not. It's not. We're not leaving it's this not alone. Hard. It's not. I'm not saying it's, it's hard, hard. But I'm saying a coffee. <laughs> no, but the word brewed, crafted implies there's. That's what it's called. Something behind it that makes There is. It. There's machines. There's what? Well, this is not AI making your coffee. This is somebody standing there and making it. But the brewed coffee is what I'm getting at is $249 or something okay. for a grande. It's $189 at Tim Hortons. And Starbucks destroys Tim Hortons coffee. And how much is the brewed at Starbucks? So they $249, I think. Okay. Or $239 versus $189. Honestly, if I can't afford 50 cents. You go dig a hole for me and just throw me right in there. You say you say AI. There, there is a don't clip that. There is a coffee shop, on co yeah. in our neighborhood. Yeah, that they rented out an entire retail space on College Street, and it's a robot coffee ma machine. A, that's all. That's the entire store is a place. That's automated. Yeah, yeah, on College too. Yes, yes. I want to take my daughter there. You just tell it what ramen you want, yeah, and it makes it. It seems yeah disgusting to me. But, but that's, from a coffee shop standpoint. Yeah. I've had this coffee. Right. It's better than 10 Right. Yeah. Oh, look, I think that's great. Yeah. You're right, man. I mean, the Nespresso. We have one. No, don't, but I'm just saying, it's just started. a machine, though. Don't get me started on no, no, but No, no. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. I feel like we've hit, a, we've hit something here with don't Brendan. Um, go to YouTube. Oh, I go, have a, go to YouTube, type Nespresso reviews, and yeah, yeah. You'll, a, you'll go down a rabbit hole that you'll never dig out of. I'm not doing it then. Yeah. Um, all right. I have actually, because we're getting on in time right now, are we? That's fine. Okay, we haven't done a would you would you we have, rather, we and they were a big hit last last week. So I have a question for you. All right, after a big day of trading, or for, in your sake, just a big day in general, dealing with random people coming up to you at three thirty and piling more work onto you. Never, never so, happens. So let's pretend you've had a really good week, which doesn't happen. Every, every week's a great week. Right. Okay. So, would you rather? Yes. Sit at home with the wife. Yes. Grab takeout potentially watch a movie that you've been planning to do? Yeah. Or would you rather go out, have a nice dinner, potentially go to like a jazz club or whatever you guys go, and a night on the, basically a night on the town, or- Friday specifically. Yeah, yeah, so it's Friday night, it's, well, yeah, okay, we'll use Friday. I wasn't thinking about the day, but yeah. It's been a long week. <laughs> so, so would you say on Friday you would choose stay in, stay but in. then Saturday you might I, go I, out? I, I, yeah, definitely, stay in, you? I always want to go out now because honestly, the kids are like, like if I can pawn them off to my friends or a baby, we my kids have never been some babysat. random guy on the corner. No, no, no. My wife really does believe in this. Actually, my kids have never been babysat by anyone other than my parents. Lucky, because it's like yeah, luck. Yeah, it's it's okay, luckiness. But so now they're getting older. So I feel like we do have a babysitter there. And I just think that the more out I can get a babysitter, my kids are like 12 and nine. Like it's, they're not babysitters. A friend? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like someone to monitor them. A monitor? Make sure nothing gets a hall lit on monitor? fire. Is that what they're called? A hall monitor? Yeah. Oh yeah, things better not get on fire because do you know how many smoke alarms I realized I had in my house when my one was going off this morning? <laughs> so Too many? 
Yeah, so I have one hardwired to the house for that exact reason. Right. So if the batteries are dead or whatever, there's still one hardwired, so it's yeah. still gonna go. So I thought that was making the noise. So I'm up there like, this doesn't sound like it's coming oh, from this one. Worse. And then I just looked oh, under the other side of the chandelier. I had another one there, <laughs> and that was a battery one. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> so I thought that was the one in the problem. And then in my daughter's room, I have another one. And then we have one on the main, so that's on the top floor, I have three. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Baron doesn't get one, but No, he doesn't. doesn't. I know, actually I was sitting there, I was like, she asked me one day, she's like, why do I have one in my room? I was like, you know why? And I know why. It's because when Baron was a baby, I had Baxter there. So we only have three bedrooms upstairs. So, so listen So to you this. said Baxter? So I had Baxter you, you in one smoke, bedroom. Grab the kid and then. No, no. So Baxter was in one bedroom, no smoke alarm. Right. Baron, the baby, was in the nether one, put smoke alarm in that bed, bedroom. Right. Right. And then now Baxter's gone there. So now Baron is in. Right. The other one. The no smoke alarm. Right. And then the baby Gia is in the smoke alarm one. Right. Long story short, three smoke alarms upstairs, completely probably too many. Carbon monoxide detector, yeah. carbon monoxide detector first floor, smoke alarm first floor, smoke alarm, alarm basement. You're splitting your odds at least with... Five, five smoke alarms. Fire action happening. Smokey the bear. 50% says one How of them you makes don't see it. Smokey the bear anymore. Oh, that's forest fires. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know Smokey the Bear? I do not. Um, you guys don't know either? Okay, good. So it's 2-2. Two, two. Fabian has no idea. Or Fabian knows Ramin doesn't. Uh, Put it in the chat. Everyone knows Smokey I, I the Bear. I completely lost where we were, but who cares? Yeah, it's perfect. That's good. Tech, oh. went, tech went up. Very, very strong for the yeah, we talked. Yeah, Google. Uh, um, let me check the notes. Dell, Dell is making AI stuff. All-time highs. Dell is great. Dell server side. I zoomed out on a weekly chart of that this morning. I know. Why don't we buy Dell? Like, hello? HPE is going the other way. So I don't know. That seems to be a very, very interesting story there with Dell. You know, you know, you know what's got me buzzing? Next week, we have Abercrombie yeah, coming out. Yeah, let's talk about that because it's impressive. This is an 11% short float for ANF coming out next week, March the 6th. You, I, I'm lazy on that. I shouldn't even be talking about this because I don't know the story. What, what is up with you it? You asked me that last, or two weeks ago, whenever it was we talked into it, did we? When was the last time you, you bought something from Abercrombie right. Fitch? I, I cannot remember. But I think it's more for like the young No, but young since then, I've actually been asking oh. people that. And? I haven't found one yet. What do you think the story is then? I have no idea. Mm, okay, we have to do a better job of this. All right, so let's just pass over leave, that. Leave that no in the comments. no idea what to talk about. No, but leave that in the comments. Why is Look at the chart for people that are wondering right about now. this. Yeah, go to that. It's parabolic. I mean, okay, so last, last February here, when Fabian was debating on what pair of jeans to get at A&F or something. This stock was $28, Brendan. Like, do they have a 90% it's margin on or something? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Neil said that last week I mentioned that I was going to talk about RSIs, and, I, and then I talked about it but didn't put it on the chart. I don't recall. Yeah, so I'm going to put it on here. i got to find it. I'm sure Did they... we buy Levi? Jeans? No, the stock. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, of course. What do you mean? Ramin and Fabian want to buy the jeans. RSI. Would, no, but if you go to Europe, everyone wears Levi's. If you come to North America. I ask our social media team. If you come to North America, everyone wears European brands. Lulu pants. I got Lulu pants on right now. I do not. Dress pants. Pull up Levi's. That was, is, that, is that really working? Because that was a recent IPO I talked about recently. Yeah, okay. Still some room to go. 18 yeah. and change. 
But what is again? As we said, what is remember Abercrombie? I mean, do they have they have retail stores as well? Levi's, Levi's yeah. don't they? Yeah. I mean, you're saying everybody in Europe is wearing jeans? Is wearing Levi's specifically? Like Levi's is a far more prestigious right. um, okay. brand in Europe than it is here. I'm more of a Wrangler guy. Isn't that like Walmart or? Oh man, no Wrangler was Brett Favre. I just say such an idiot. I, I don't own any Wrangler. Uh, oh, I, a Buffalo, I think is Buffalo jeans. Buffalo, probably, probably Buffalo. Yeah, those are my jeans. You buy I think I have some free? Levi's. You know what I used to have? The um, you had a pair of these, hundred percent. If you say no, I'm just gonna walk out. G Star, <laughs> Fubo, no, um, the five hundred ones. Oh, the button, the button. I probably uh, still have. Right. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. For sure. But now that I think about it, why the heck was I buttoning up my fly? <laughs> like, isn't that just it's more just, work? It seems like so unnecessary. Yeah. So unnecessary. Oh, things would be cool. And then we used to, have, you know, you used to, have, you have jeans. We had the overalls. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those aren't. I had two. I had yeah, a man, dark sure pair and a light pair. And mod, uh, mod robes. Did you buy any stock this week, Sean? Outside of Ibit? I should be more prepared for this. Mm, we bought no. Hmm. Nothing. I'm trying to. I, I'm pretty sure I did. I mean, it's 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 tough at these levels. I should I, I should be. Next week I'll be more prepared for that question. I mean, all I bought was Apple. That I was, was gonna. I, I knew. Yeah, I, I knew you were talking about 180 there for Apple. Yeah. So oh, Pan W. Okay. Was that before? When did Pan W report? Was that? I feel like that was. This I week. think feel like that was last week though. Weeks are turning into a blur yeah, to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. Six. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was a while two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so we're a bunch of idiots. But Pan W down there was a great one as well. I mean, look, you want to talk about an RSI complete change here. Look at this. RSI up here, this is a huge growth stock. Pan W was way overvalued. Uh, well, not overvalued, but was really heated. And again, you see this? When you kind of go to some of these tops again, and you've seen fades in RSI, this one move down cracks it all the way to the bottom, giving you a great entry point down there. Plus, you have the 200-period moving average right here. What a great opportunity to buy some Pan W on that dip. Um, I, I, I really like that one. Oh, and a name. Oh, what I did buy last week, I think we might have talked about it. I dipped into Rivian. I know this was a name that you sort of got out on. I'm in right here right now. I'm at 11. Literally, my price is 11.25. It's at 11.33. I think that's a good opportunity there. I was actually, I had a plan for that. I was going to wait until yeah, the seventh, right? The day before yeah. and see if there was any more press that came that's out. such bad news from Fisker, though, man. 200 yeah. million worth of sales. That's yeah. it. And going to feel like too many, uh, too many. We had that Nissan note this afternoon. Yeah, that was pretty though. exciting. Where did um, we wind up for that for Fisker? If you missed it, Nissan came it up and said that they were very, very close to teaming up with Fisker. And I guess maybe providing some funding at this point because that's, uh, that is uh, as ugly of a chart as you're going to see. Yeah, I have it up right here. It's pretty, pretty nasty. I really hope I don't own this stock. Man, oh man, I gotta do a better job managing this stuff. Uh, all right, so three minute chart here on Fisker, just to talk about what you mentioned there at the end of the day. We went long on this note, and we actually, where's the bang button? We had Fisker short this morning, Brendan, off that 44 break, and then we went long in the afternoon, and we actually, if you come over to the chart, we did give some back. I think it was just Nissan giving some financing, right? Or their, their new truck was gonna be on the Fisker platform. Was that what the story was? Uh, fin financing specifically, I think, is the only thing that matters at this point, because do, can Fisker even put together manufacturing for a truck? Yeah, see, even the story today, it says Fisker Q4 report, substantial doubt if it could continue. You mentioned that. Yeah. Seeks investment from large automaker. Mm -hmm. 
There you go. So it looks like we get something out of them uh, and Nissan at the end of the day. But but it's a great point. You know, why doesn't a Nissan, a, a Toyota sweep, a sweep? I mean, Shop, Toyota. Right? What has, is the market? Toyota cap? has said that they're done with EVs, but it makes sense. You know, if there's one of these bigger manufacturers that needs better technology, they just come and take it. What is the market cap? Dude, I don't. I'm not. I don't want to talk about this stock anymore. Market cap under 200 million. So under their sales. Wow. And their debt is 1.2 billion. Amazing. They have six times the debt as their market cap. Obviously, I'm gonna, I don't know where their cash is here, 600 million. They are gonna burn through that like crazy. Um, losing 35% margin, minus 35% per car. Not good for Fisker, continues to get crushed down there. So I had actually a pretty fun question to ask you because uh, we're gonna be wrapping up soon. This, this is a fun one. So. With all the changes that are happening on the floor right now, we've had a couple traders move around, and I've just been noticing this. I've always thought sitting on a prop floor, part of the fun is who you sit near. What are you looking at? He's looking at the prop floor right now. See you, Wayne. See everybody. I mean, I, I, so, I, I spend a lot of time in a boardroom during the day, so I don't <laughs> even know there were changes. Yeah, remember we're, well, we have the couches there. No, no, but what, I'm, what I was speaking about was okay. there's been changes that were where individuals are sitting. Okay. Not in the layout of the floor. <laughs> I'll have so my, to take your word. Okay, so my question to you is, if you were a trader yeah. on the floor, on a prop floor, would you rather like a sort of a spot almost in the corner? Because we have some pretty spots where can you almost alone, not alone, but more private in your own sort of like area to trade. Sure. There's my guy right there that's been moving this week, which was spurned this question. Um, or would you rather sit amongst a whole bunch of traders like live in the action where you're kind of hearing, oh, this is what Max is doing. This is what Obi's doing. This is what, you know, or almost in a section by yourself where you could be directly focused, but then you don't get the interaction yeah. with all the traders. I mean, I think it, it depends on the person. Choose? It depends on the person. Like a lot of people are, you know, they want to just zone out, yeah. you know, put the headphones on and go to work and they know what they have to do and they just come and do it. Um, but there are a lot of people that thrive in that area where it's, you know, a more team environment, and they can say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? So it's the best of both worlds, man. I, for me... Yeah, that's what I mean. Where would it, you go? I think I'm, I'm the former. I'm, I'm, I, I want to put headphones on and By just... yourself, yeah. ...do the work that needs to be done. I... You want to sit right in the middle and have everyone watch you and no, I was going to say despite, to you, despite what people that's think, that's kind of what happens every despite day. Despite what here. people think on the show, I would choose the former as well. I, there's no way I, I I would be if I was, you know, part of the show is is entertainment, right? But if you're going to sit there and be a serious trader, especially on a prop floor where you eat what you kill, in my opinion, I would rather have the privacy, being able to sit yeah. there and really dig into the trade rather yeah. than have sort of everybody really monitoring your trades. But then I do get the fact, and I, I was saying this to Obi, he sits right beside Max and it's just like, there's a lot, and same thing with me beside Neil and all this kind of stuff. You can bounce off ideas, you know, all the time. Sure. Often Sharif will say to me, hey, Katina man or whatever, what are you looking at? You know, and like sort of off camera while, while Adair is speaking. Yeah. So it's, it's that, camaraderie and sort of ideas that you can get some really good ideas from as 100%. well. And that happened the other day with Neil. I, I forget what it was. Something was at a key level. I think it was actually it was Uber even today. He was going short, which was right. And I was like, oh yeah, Uber. And then I went over to it and, and thought of a different trade. But it's like bringing that to your attention. But it's even, it, it, it's even from the standpoint of 
if you're if you're having trouble, you know, structuring a plan, where's my right. risk on this? Yeah. You can, you know, just throw out an idea and see what others have to say about that, yes. and they might be able to provide you with, you know, something that you're just not seeing, and it just triggers something, and you said that's brilliant. I'm going to do that instead. So, completely. I mean, we can plug our, our sponsor. I mean, shout out to Real Trading because yeah. I feel like that's the benefit of being on a proprietary trading floor is yeah. that you do get a people that will train you as far as an office manager as well. There it is, right there. Go go find it. Real Trading. They, Called that up real on quick. On cue. Real quick, <laughs> right there. Um, and we still are. I mean, if, look, if anybody's listening to this and you want to hop oh, on the sponsorship man. bandwagon ASAP, I don't mind, you know, pumping something else right now. If Starbucks could sponsor this, then we talk a hell of a lot more about Starbucks. And then maybe you'd get your drink for free. <laughs> My Not $7 having to worry about $7. Yeah. I'm, there I'm, are, there are a lot of better coffee shops. I am going to go tomorrow to I, this Starbucks. Yep. And see how much I did tip because I, I did not even 18, pay attention to it. Oh, what I meant to get to you, what, what I meant to ask about this was, when you're tipping, especially here in Canada and they give you the machine, yeah. is that number of 18% on the total pre-tax or after tax? I have, I'm gonna look at that the next time. I think it's I, before. I think it's before. Right, because if it's after, that's dirty yeah. too. Because no, I was I thinking think because then think you're 13% up here in Toronto. In because when you get the actual bill, Right. The tip is bef like before the tax is listed, typically. I'm just wondering on the machine. Like, I'm wondering if that would have happened. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So, for example, your flat white is five oh. bucks. You add 13% to that. I'm, you know I'm going And you're tomorrow. at 560. No, I'm, I'm and then going tipping tomorrow. on 560 or tipping on five? I'm going to take a picture. Take it. I want to know. We'll, I think let, let's solve We'll discuss next week. Tomorrow. Oh, uh, how about this? Do you find that you're tipping more now, pre after COVID? No. Than you were before COVID. No, no, okay, because that definitely has changed. I'm, right? I've found that there are more places that, that now have that on their machine. Do you just know, randomly, even if it's a takeout have type you ever, of restaurant. I have a story about this too. Okay, do you want to get on? Now, if these guys have nowhere yeah. to go. So we were at hockey yesterday. Uh, it was two days ago. Wednesday, what day is it? Wednesday night. No idea. Um, and so we ordered Subway off the app on the way home. I picked it up. Yeah. And at the end of the Subway order. Tip or no tip? Tip or no tip. I said no tip. Did you go into the store? Yeah, no, no. All they do is prepare it. Yeah. It was the first time I saw it, so it was taken back a little bit. Now, they'll have to think about this because they are, again, crafting your sub. <laughs> I, but do you go to we, McDonald's spent, at some point? And then Sean, the we spent 30 years growing up of not tipping at a Subway or that. I know. I've never restaurant. seen it. It was the very first time I saw it. And it was on the app. Yeah. No, this has become a thing. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, a few things to note for next week. Um, there are a couple of data points that are um, noteworthy. One is on Friday. We'll get consumer sentiment. Um, ISM services uh, data coming out on uh, Tuesday. Mm -mm. I mean, everything else is, is kind of waiting for the next inflation-related data point. Um, there are earnings next week that matter as well, uh, just to round things out here. We'll get more from the retail space target. Um, crowdsources next week. What? I feel like that's wrong. PGT? Oh, yeah, March 5th. Uh, crowdsource as well, CRWD. Oh, CrowdStrike? Or, yeah, sorry, CrowdStrike. What am I saying? Yep. Um, Nordstrom's, JD.com, Foot, Foot Locker's next week, uh, Billy Billy, Broadcom. So more in the uh, semiconductor space as well. AVGO is next week? 
Ooh la la, I didn't realize that one. Yeah, we hadn't had them yet. They're the next one to go. Yeah, huge day today, by the way. For That's what I was going to say. Look at Broadcom's chart. Wow, yeah. wow. That's like a big, we call this like a, kind of like a big middle finger to the shorts, like <laughs> just blasting through on nothing, not even on earnings. Wow, Broadcom probably going to announce a split, man, up to 1.4K right now. What a name this one's been. You go back to, wow, November, 800 bucks. You're doubling from November right now ahead of earnings. What an absolute monster. So I have a trade, if you right. can ask me about that. Go. And it was about your crowdsource slash strike. We had a bad number from Pan W. We had Zscaler going to the downside as well. I'm a little bit nervous about CrowdStrike up here. So again, a big name in, into the cybersecurity space. We saw Palo Alto make a similar move. I feel like there is potentially something coming here with CrowdStrike. Could, could be in there for a miss. Um, I just, we saw Pit Pan go to the downside. We saw, what was it, Cloudflare, which is net. Um, again, nice upside move for sure. They had a good earnings report, but got faded since that. That's, this was their earning day, faded back down. Still well above where they were pre-earnings, so this could come in. And then we had Zscaler as well um, with a dump, dump off, off earnings as well. I, I'm a little nervous about CRWD. I do like the space, obviously, but I feel like a pullback into that. What's up with that? Are they not reporting? I just I just saw some, fifth. some very strange news. Uh, what is it? <clears throat> and I quote, yeah. Super Microcomputer and Decker's Outdoor set to join. Join what? Merge? Isn't it D-E-C-K? S-M-C-I and D-E-C-K. Super Microcomputer and Decker's Outdoor set to join. Have you seen the chart of this Decker's? Yes. What? I don't understand. This name from November is $500. It's $900 right now. I mean, it, it makes some sense, I guess. Like what the, do they do? Don't the they? Like the advertising displays? Am I wrong? Decker's Outdoor. What does Decker's do anyways at the end of the day here? Hmm. Anyway, where to find matter. out more about them? I, I swear it was a... Business designing, marketing, distribution... This is what I'm saying. They're footwear company. They own UGG brands. I thought it was, uh, a, I thought it was like a sign. No. That's why when you were saying that, I had no idea what you're talking but about. What the hell does this? It's brands like this. Columbia. They're, they're, they're not Deckers. It's not Columbia, I don't think. But yeah, that's what they are, brands. That's why I didn't understand what you were saying. SMCI and Deckers to join. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, oh, you know what it is? I bet you it's to The S&P 500. The news story was cut off. Damn it. I wish you didn't interrupt there because I was going to say that. I bet you it's joining the S&P 500. Yes. They are. You know what would be kind of cool, though, if they did put into Uggs semiconductors? That would be hilarious. I, I, I Warm up your feet. I couldn't for the life of me. Warm up your feet. Was, oh, do you know that's, that's something my wife wants. There are actually shoe-warming things you can put into your shoes yeah. and have it on your app. I bought my wife gloves. Gloves. Yeah. I think we talked about this on the yeah. show. Battery-powered battery heated gloves. Isn't that sick? And they're actually really good. You really caught us off guard there with that story. Yeah, man. I saw that. And That's why I was like, what are we even talking about right, right Let's get the hell out of here. It's um, Friday night, and it's the weekend for yes. everyone. Dun, 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 have a uh, dun, 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 wonderful dun, 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 weekend. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have plans? Ha, 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 Yeah, a lot of plans, man. Okay. We got hockey right after this. We got the brother-in-law coming from North Bay. 
He's coming down from North Bay. Uh, we're going to Leaf game. We've got, he's coming down to see my kids play, his nieces and nephews. So okay. we have multiple hockey games this week. I have a, foot, I have a base, real baseball draft for High Park, so I'm really excited for that. Sunday night, we all get together at a bar and we draft real kids onto our teams <laughs> for four years, you know, because most of the drafts I'm involved with are fantasy drafts. Right. So we get to actually- So now you're dealing in real kids. Yeah, so it's really fun. <laughs> and, um, uh, but anyways, and we're doing something. My one good thing for this week is actually, I don't know if you've been to us. I know we've talked about this, Tracer Golf. So it is, um, so my, my brother-in-law, we, we've been to it. We really had a great time. And it's indoor golfing. It's, okay. it's simulated golf. Oh, it's like yeah, a yeah. Yeah. top shot they or whatever. They have one at our gym, the gym I go to. Yeah, yeah, so we're doing that, Tracer Golf. Okay, cool. Um, and there's one by my house, and it's super fun. You know what's only like, like 15 or 16 bucks an hour? And you could play Pebble Beach and yeah. everything. So we did that last time. We only got through like nine or ten holes. But it was super fun. Um, anyways, we're going to do that. So that's my one good thing. Uh, breaking out the golf clubs, baby. In March. Yeah, March. March It 1st. is officially March. Break them out. We're going to have to go this year. Did you know the time is changing in a week and a half? Is it spring forward? Spring already. Like I fe it feels like we just did that oh, man. going the other way. It's crazy. Anyways. Um, have a wonderful weekend. I feel like we didn't tell Join people to hit the like, to subscribe. Definitely hit the like, hit the subscribe. Oh, leave a comment, you. leave a question. We'll answer them next week. We tried to answer some questions today. We Episode have question. 16. Sean's going to leave me hanging. Oh. Episode 16 of the Markets podcast in the book. Never. Have a great week. Oh, what was your one good thing? I don't have one. Okay, then have a good weekend, everybody. Ciao.